Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1912, the topic is training and the title is, Do Cardio and Weight Training Need to Be Separate Workouts? So I was talking with one of my clients this week, they're a personal trainer as well, and we were discussing the this concept of when cardio and weight training can be combined versus when they should be performed apart. I thought it was a fun conversation, so I figured I'd share some of the highlights of what we discussed. For most people I work with, I include cardiovascular elements into their weight training. Uh, It's just a much better way to save time. It helps to work on overall health. So most people, they want to get stronger. They want to see their muscles more, which sometimes means you have to actually develop some muscles (laughs) that can be seen. So we have to do muscle building. and we do fat loss. So increased strength, muscle building, fat loss, and we want general health included, which would be contributable towards uh, cardiovascular training, meaning that's going to help improve a lot of blood values for them. So they want everything. Why not? I mean, I want everything. (laughs) So incorporating cardio into the weight training helps us do all of that. This is important because often people, most people don't have the time to do both. So they're either going to be picking or choosing between one or the other, and there's no need to do that. We can actually do both. So I like to incorporate both into the into their workouts. So how I do this is three main ways. There's a lot of them, but I figured I'd just hit some highlights. The three main ways is I write specific rest periods. So for all of my clients, I write the exact amount of rest I want them to take. I usually give them a range, say one to two minutes or two to three minutes. But every once in a while, I will say, you know, it has to be, we want five sets with under two minutes rest, or we'll do what I call muscle cardio circuits, where I'll give them often three or more exercises. They will time like how long it takes them to do a set of each movement. So they're going to do a set of exercise one, right into exercise two, right into exercise three. They'll see that, oh, okay, that took 90 seconds, for example. They then get anywhere between half to twice that as a rest. So they have to rest between 45 seconds to three minutes. Now the cardiovascular Uh, health or ability of that individual, of each individual, determines whether it's 45 or 3 minutes. And I will then adjust that in future programming if I see them needing more recovery time than what I think would be best. I'll try to push more cardio elements. Or if they're ready in like 45 seconds, then they might not be lifting heavy enough or the exercises might not be challenging enough. So I'll adjust that to uh, ensure that it's the right level of intensity. So writing specific rest periods is one of the ways I do it. I also include a lot of supersets and circuits. A superset is just two exercises performed back to back. A circuit is is two or more. So in my terminology with clients in their programming, I just use the word circuits. But you are often going to hear the word supersets uh, in the fitness world. So that's two exercises put back to back. But that's a great way to increase cardiovascular stress, especially for non-competing supersets. So if you're doing you know, a bicep curl and then a tricep press down, 
Your triceps are fine after the bicep curls. There would be no need to rest before going into triceps. And during the tricep movement, your biceps recover, so there's no need to really rest much after that. So you can do the bicep exercise right into the tricep exercise, have a relatively short rest, and then go right back into it again. And that's a great way to push cardiovascular stimulus. And then the third way is I incorporate a lot of variable rep ranges. So we do a lot of low rep uh, range sets and a lot of high rep range sets. So for example, they might have a workout where they do uh, two sets of 16 to 20 reps of a movement, then they'll add weight, two sets of 10 to 14 reps, they'll add weight, and then two sets of four to eight reps. You'll be amazed though how out of breath you get from some of those four to eight rep sets. (laughs) So it's uh, very oxygen uh, debt creating because you have a high, lot, a high amount of muscle activation and usage due to the weight being very heavy. So often people think you only get a cardiovascular stimulus from high rep sets, but you do uh, get a cardiovascular stimulus from very heavy weight as well. The key is you have to re- control those recovery periods. So for example, in most powerlifting or strength-based programming, they might do a really heavy set of three, but they then take eight minute rest (laughs) and therefore you're losing the cardiovascular stimulus. Uh, So if you were doing, you know, say five sets of three, but only a three minute rest in between, that's definitely going to push the cardiovascular stimulus. So the rest period combined with the rep ranges and then whether you do that as a singular exercise or part of a supercenter circuit, all of that blends well to being able to create some type of cardiovascular stress within the weight training. Again, this allows them to achieve more of their overall goal of strength, muscle growth and definition, fat loss, and cardiovascular health, which improves, improves blood markers and overall health. You can do all of that in a single workout, no problem. Now, there are times where it would be beneficial to separate the cardiovascular component away from the weight training. And those are three example situations would be is if someone's in a sport or they have a demand of an activity that's specific in regards to the duration they would need to be able to be cardiovascular efficient is greater than what would make sense to put into a weight training session. So if I have a client, like I I train a couple people that do strength training and uh, half marathons, marathons, and we also do ultra marathons. So if somebody's getting ready for a marathon and they want to be a power lifter, and yes, you can do both. I absolutely have done that successfully with many clients. Uh, You're not going to you know, run a mile, then do a set of five on squats, run a mile, (laughs) do a set of five on squats. Uh, If it's CrossFit, maybe you would (laughs) because they do crazy stuff. Uh, But that's usually not going to be optimal for either goal. So if the cardiovascular demand is that extremely different than the weight training. So for example, you want to be able to run 26 miles that's going to be such a difference from what you could blend well into weight training that that would need to be separated. And it can even be less intense, uh, less duration. So like I have one of my clients as a rugby player and the, the ability to be able to sustain 
being out of breath uh, for an extended period of time that they would need in rugby. So in rugby, they'll have sprint efforts, then they'll have cruising efforts. We need to be able to be able to do that for you know a solid amount of time. Whereas if you blend that into weight training, typically the the intensity like the sprint that you would get the sprint effect of cardiovascular stress that you would get in the weight training session, like in the weight training circuits, for example, while they're doing a circuit. So if they're doing, um, say they're going to do uh, body weight squat jumps, then they do a set of five reps on the trap bar deadlift, and then they have body weight alternating reverse lunges for 10 reps on each leg. That is definitely cardiovascularly stressful, but then they're going to take a three-minute rest and that's going to bring the cardio back down. Then they do that weight training circuit again. Cardio goes back up. Three-minute rest, cardio goes back down. But in rugby, maybe they don't get those, those downs as often. So therefore, it's not going to get them in enough of a condition to be able to sustain the level of cardiovascular stress that they would need to maintain during their rugby match. So... It depends on sports, depends on the person's outside of weight training activities, but that is an example where sometimes you need to separate them. Also, sometimes we use cardio for active recovery. We use the separated cardio sessions as a means to promote blood flow and increase general activity, but we want to do it without muscle or joint strain. An example of this would be a person who's really heavy into strength training so we have a really aggressive squat workout a really aggressive deadlift workout maybe one or two upper body workouts per week we might want to add in more aerobic activity in order to increase their between set recovery ability and just to help burn off more calories so they can um, eat a little more <laughs> to promote uh, being able to get enough protein with enough uh, carbon fat tolerance in that calorie total in order to get the protein easy, easier. So we might add in cardio, and that might be rucking. One of my clients does rucking. Another client just goes for walks. Um, they have a dog and they walk their dog. But that's something where since they already train heavy, uh, uh, enough per week that the recovery demand for muscle tissue and connective tissue is already, you know, maxed. We're not going to want to add in more weight training just to accomplish the goal of cardiovascular uh, endurance. So we would instead separate that and have that on its own. Another one, another reason is increasing work capacity. I might want to increase the client's ability to do work. Maybe they're, they have goals they want to accomplish, but they've only been training about one or two times a week. And it's like, oh, okay, so that might be what they can manage at the moment, but that's not going to allow them to really fully reach their goal. So instead of just taking them from one-way training session a week to four-way training sessions a week, maybe they're not going to be able to make that jump depending on their conditioning and ability, and also depending on life stress, nutritional components, and all these other things. So I might take them from one weight training session to two weight training sessions, but then do two cardio sessions where they might just go for a walk, you know, a 20-minute walk on two separate days. So there are times where separating cardio and weight training are helpful, and that would be in these situations, there are more, but Three main ones that I see are a sport or specific demand 
that would require the two to be separated so you can get uh, a, enough of a demand cardiovascularly that doesn't take away from the weight training or if we need it for active recovery or increasing work capacity. It's helpful to understand that cardio can be built into weight training as it allows for more efficient effort. (laughs) Uh, You can go to the gym once and do all of your goals at one time. So that way you don't need as many workouts per week or that you have to choose between goals. You don't feel like you have to, I either get to be strong or I get to do cardio. I either get to build muscle or I get to do cardio. You can actually do all of them at once. So it's helpful to know that. But it's also helpful to understand that it's okay to separate cardio and weight training if each element would negatively impact the other given the, the intensity to each that you want to focus on. <laughs> So if you want each one maximally, separating them out is going to probably be helpful. And if you have the time to do so, that will help as well. Now, uh, if you want an example of combined and separated workouts, we do have free workouts on our website and that you would be able to see both examples. If you go to our website, www.brutalirongym.com, you can go to free program examples. And then under that, I have uh, like a one-on-one client. You can see some of those examples. I have a female who is doing combined programming for powerlifting and marathons. So you can see that. You can actually view and print uh, one of her four-week programs and see what that looks like. We also have general free templates and programs. And if you look into the fat loss and shaping template, we have a 30-minute workout and a 60-minute workout template. That would show cardio and weight training combined. But then we also have functional athleticism, which is for like first responders, tactical, military, that kind of stuff. And that program has them separated so you can see what that example would look like as well. On all of those, there's a full four-week program you can follow. has all the introductory information. So you can just open it up. If you like it, print it and give it a try. (laughs) But that way you can play with different types of programming that allow for combined cardio or separated cardio. Okay. I thought that was fun to share. If you have any additional questions, just shoot me an email at brutalirongym at gmail.com. If you want to work together, right now I'm offering free 15-minute consultations. You can sign up via email, brutalirongym at gmail.com. You can sign up on our website, www.brutalirongym.com. It's just if you want to work out, if you want to work with me or you're considering it, I would love to get to meet you, talk about what your goals are, what your struggles are, and what we can do to overcome those struggles. Cool. Well, if you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on the website. Also, if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Gym. As always, I hope this was helpful and thank you for listening.